Welcome everyone to the Cambly Community Podcast with your host, Neil Raybrook Tidy. Hello everyone and welcome to our little series I'm doing on inspirational young people and I'm here with Kieran Adams. Now you might be able to hear some jazz in the background. We thought we'd try and make it a bit, bit suave, a bit sophisticated. As it should be. As it should, yeah. <laughs> um, so Kieran, you have just set up um, of Dice and Men. That's correct. Which is, I'm reading it from over there, oh, the, nice the board game cafe cafe in Camberley, does that mean you can extend that out to the rest of the world? Hopefully, hopefully we end up franchising. <laughs> oh, all franchising, yeah. this early? Well, we'll see, we'll see, we, uh, we can go, always go bigger. <laughs> <laughs> now, at the age of, this, this, what this podcast is all about, is about you, in fact your journey to where you got to today, Okay. people who have helped you, yeah. some may have hindered you somewhere along the way. Probably. Um, <laughs> so we just want to know, um, Let's start off at the beginning, shall we? Okay. So, you were born and bred in Camberley? I wasn't. I was born in uh, Kent. I was born in Ramsgate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's where my grandmother and my mum came from. They are uh, uh, from Broadstairs. But yeah, at a young age, yeah, my parents moved into the Camberley area and a few different homes, but majority of my life I grew up on Heatherside. Okay, so, so you, you went to local schools and yeah, like that? Yeah, I did uh, the trio, I did Heatheridge, Ravenscote, Tomlinscote, so did that lot, and yeah, and from there I went on to college. <laughs> As I know you were also involved in scouting in a big yeah, way. Yeah, big time, yeah, did a lot of scouting. Uh, and you scouting. did a jamboree, didn't you? I did a couple of jamborees. A couple of jamborees? <laughs> yes. Okay, so I, what, what jamborees did you do? So I went to Japan in 2015, mm -hmm. and that was a as a participant and I was lucky enough to be selected uh, one of three from Surrey Heath at the time. And then in 2019, I decided to do it again, but I went as um, what's uh, is IST, which is International Service Team. So, Please don't tell me you paid all that money to clear out toilets. Pretty much. Well, I didn't clear out toilets. I was working in some shop, but okay. it, you know, it, they had to get loads of help to make these massive events happen. This was in West Virginia in America. And yeah, it was really good fun. Um, working okay. days weren't too long either, but essentially I paid in close to £3,000 to go and work on my annual leave. But <laughs> You go for the experience, yes, though, isn't it? Yes. It's the experience of working It's not a nor it, it was a holiday. It was, you know, I was just helping young people at the time. It was what we used to call in the old days is a busman's holiday. Gotcha. So, you know, basically, you work during the day and then you have your evenings or, or you get days off. Um, and, you know, you get to participate in some of the events, I take it, which are happening on around... Around yeah. Time. yeah, you get to really go see most of the events. There's a lot of things going on for the IST at the time, for everyone helping. I mean, they appreciate that it's there, everyone's holiday. Yeah. Meeting loads of people from all over the world still, you know. And yeah, great experience, yeah. Because I sort of first bumped into you when you joined the, the gang show, which I was directing. Yes, yeah, I did a couple of them as well. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you're, you're quite creative. And then from, from school and that you went on to 
Chef College? Is it Chef College? Is uh, it? it almost, yeah. So out of GCSE, I went to do an apprenticeship at um, Pharmacology Technology. Yeah. Um, I technically should have probably been on like a level one food and beverage course, but I managed to almost fast track to do a level two. And I remember like going onto the course and <laughs> it was literally just me, someone that was 18 years old and someone that was like 25 years old and then someone that was about 40. Okay. So I was like 16, I was like, all right, I'm really out of my comfort zone. All people my age were in the course below me kind of thing. Oh. <laughs> but I wanted to do this option because I only went to college like one day a week, it was day release, and I just went and learned from the professionals in the industry. Was that led you to Penny Hill Park, it didn't it? Yeah, so I did my apprenticeship at Penny Hill, which then I stayed there for five years. I yeah, worked hard in all manner of kitchens, worked under some excellent chefs. And okay. Is that because it's quite exclusive, Penny Hill Park. Mm. Um, you know, it's five stars. It's You've got a, a lot uh, to look up to. Yeah, it's um, if, if you're bad at Penny Hill kind of thing, it shows an awful lot because everyone's so great there. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I learned a, a lot of discipline there. And... Yeah, and you we'll went on. You went on to briefly work for a, a famous celebrity chef as well. Yeah, well, I yeah, I spent about a month working um, for it was one of Heston Blumenthal's pubs, and that was in Bray, and that was like partway through my Penny Hill spell. Yeah, and yeah, it wasn't for me. You know, that I appreciate like the amount of working hours they did, um, but you know, I still learned some great things in that time. I met the man, and yeah, did that. And then I went back to Penny Hill. And As you do. Uh, yeah. And they were happy to have me back. And that's, that's really good though, isn't it? Yeah. That's really yeah. Good they kept the door open for me, which is nice. And even when I left after five years, they said to me, look, the door's always open for you, Kieran. Like, we know what you're like, you know. But, you know, these days, like, reliable chefs are like, hard to get hold of, you know. Yeah. So, and then, sort of spinning forward a bit, obviously mm. pandemic hit. Yeah. So you are taking, you were out of work? Yeah, so, yeah, no, I wasn't. I So from Penny Hill, I worked at Baxter Story, which is like a contract caterers, yeah. um, where we almost did like school dinners, but it was for people that worked in offices. And that was like waking up at like five o'clock in the morning to start that one, but you'd finish at like two. And then I did that for six months, really wasn't for me still, driving to Chertsey every day. And then all I, the commute, driving yeah. to church yes, every day. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, at four or five in the morning, it's very dark. Oh, okay. <laughs> and anyway, so did that, and then uh, then I got a job in local care home, which is Pembroke House yep. in Camberley, um, and I worked there for nearly three years. Okay. It was so I worked there during the pandemic, and nothing really changed for them except. Close the doors. Just close the doors. Test every yeah. single day. So, okay, so we're sitting in your lovely establishment mm. here. This is the, this is what's happened after years, I take it, of being passionate about board games. Yeah, so it kind of, yeah, board games kind of came around and then, well, it got introduced to me whilst I was in my first year at Penny Hill. I was also working for a year at Black's Outdoor Shop in Camberley and my manager there at the time, we used to go say like, we're all going to Weatherspoons kind of thing, and but we're just gonna play some board games in there. And I was like, okay, all right. And he, he showed me some board games that like weren't your traditional games. And 
I was hooked. I was like, all right, I'm ordering these tonight. These are brilliant. Yeah. And then a few weeks later, he took me to Reading, which is a ball game shop there, where they had a few tables you could play upstairs. He knew the owners, and we sat and played some more games. And I was like, Jesus, there's a lot more out here. And then, like, yeah, from then on, you know, over the years, I just sort of, like, watch YouTube videos, see what's out there, and just kind of reel myself into it. And then just kept buying them and... <laughs> Yeah, it, it becomes a, a thing, doesn't it? Mm. You know, do you get passionate about it? Yeah, like, yeah. I, oh, I haven't got that one. I need that one. Well, it's kind of like, and then you've got some games which come with like expansion sets, which like you can buy another five sets, and you're like, well, now I haven't completed this set, now yeah. have I? <laughs> and they're just as much as what the games are. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's it's easily to really get stuck into it. But at the moment, I've kind of, I had, to, I built my collection mainly around. The vision of the cafe so yeah. the games i got are mainly lots of different games not so much of one same game if that makes sense and a variety as well yeah so you know easy to teach games hard to teach games you know games for people that want to be at five minutes and just do something nice and simple or games for people that want to sit for six hours you know it's and it's something they can come back to, can't they? Yes, yes, of course. You know, yeah, obviously, yeah. all time's beaten us, I need to go, mm. but we can continue, you know. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you writing down the scores, taking a picture of the table, how it is, or whatever, you know. Yeah, so I think a lot of people probably think with a place like this, you have to come, you have to complete the game, but you don't. Especially some games, they do. I can remember as a kid playing Monopoly for like days, mm, mm. you know, and it, it just went on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, well, they, that's, that's Monopoly in a nutshell, really, and there's not really much to it. But it's just roll the dice, go around hundreds of times, eventually it will finish. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it, 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 there we are. So this is this is your, obviously, this is your dream. How long has it been open for? Uh, about three weeks now. Yeah, three weeks, I think, today. About three weeks. Um, and going well? Mm. Yeah, yeah, going very well. A um, lot of interest. Um, and, yeah, excited to see more people come in. I had a lot of people come back already. Um, and you say you had uh, you've had a block booking of some guides. Ah, uh, last night, yes. Right. How I, did how did that go? Yeah, they were great. Yeah, they, I, a lot of them really enthusiastic. Um, yeah, playing some great games, learning some new games as well. You know, I taught them. You know, something they probably don't have at home. And uh, guides being guides, you said they started singing. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, so obviously me being in Scouts for so long and being a leader in the Scouts and helping there, it's quite a different environment, but I was thinking, oh, young people, it'd be very similar to what goes on. And then I was like, hang on a minute, they just break into song, but like seven or eight of them all in time and that just, as they're playing a ball game, just, yeah, it's singing a song. And I was like, okay, this is new. I, was, <laughs> I got confused because one guide was sat on a chair and then like, they kind of looked me in the eye and then just like raised their hand. Yeah. And then I was like, is this like a teacher thing at school where they're waiting to like put their hand up? Because I was always naughty at school, I just shouted out. So this isn't even As new to me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they raised their hand. And so I went to the guide leader and said, oh, I think they want something or, you know. 
and uh, it turns out they just wanted to know something in a board game, so they were like signaling <laughs> me, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> then. He's <laughs> randomly put their hand yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, it's just what I do, so, I mean, it's good to have been taught, I guess, like, not to shout out, but. Yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah, good. So you are, you, you know, you are taking, obviously, group bookings. Yeah, I've got scouts, beavers coming in, interest from cubs and explorers as well, so. Okay, so the, I mean, with pricing-wise, mm. um, you, you you price for three hours. Obviously, there's a, there, there's a difference. In, there's a bit of negotiation there. Mm. Yeah. So what I did, what boy I did with the guides yesterday is, you know, they had an hour and three quarter session, but their place was exclusive to them. Yeah. And I just said, look, it'll be five pound a guide for the time, and I, th- I did some juice to go with them. And then if they wanted, they bought a little bit of you know money to. Buy to some, buy some, buy some if they wanted to buy some yeah. biscuits and stuff, they can. So, well, okay, so we've got the gaming side now. You're a, a fully trained chef, fully yes. qualified. Mm. Uh, at the moment, you're selling biscuits, coffees, and and lovely cake from your my granny. Your yeah, granny, yeah. she makes lovely cakes. I'm, she I'm does. just tasting that now, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, food-wise, are you planning to expand? Uh, well, it's hard at the moment where I don't have a kitchen. Um, the most I've got an idea for at the moment is I want to do some like funky wraps and stuff. Um, probably come funky wraps. They sound yes, interesting. They are good. They're good. It's uh, similar to what I did at Penny Hill, um, that kind of stuff. But it because I can do a panini machine and make the wraps and stuff here, you know, yeah. using stuff safely, and then toast them and have like melted cheese and stuff coming out of them. I mean, people can have a hot snack. Oh, and that. I don't have an oven, I don't have, you know, certain bits, so I'm very so table, limited. Tabletop, mm. microwave and panini yeah, machine. Yeah. I mean, I mean of in course, the future, in a very distant future, it would be cool if I could knock down that and put a kitchen in there, but, you know. Uh, yeah, if you could do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's taken you how long to get this building? Yeah, don't. I, we agreed on it last April, so it's now beginning of February. <laughs> And it, it's the wheel. It's the wheels, isn't it? That's that's the trouble. It's the wheels well, in motion, you know, and, and that's we've yeah, been that's we've been is. ready to go. Yeah, um, I bet you were ready the first day. When yeah, I'll have this. Can I move in next week? Thank much. you very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was I was working. I, I had some savings of mine. I was working at the care home at the time. All my business planning was done at that point. You know, bits mm. and pieces to do either side. I just want to briefly uh, talk about obviously your dad, who's had a major mm-hmm. influence in this yes. with you. Um, so your dad, Dan Adams, okay, has, has helped you along the way. He has. Does he give you like little, little guys? Oh, yeah, I think you should do this. And I think you should do that. Oh yeah. Okay. And then yeah, you go, yeah. actually, Dad, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, it works <laughs> both ways, you know. It does. It does happen. Like, where my, my dad, like, is very good. He sees things as a business point of view, and he's, you know, you. I get carried away with like what the passion of the ball game for what yeah. people want. So he levels me in that kind of aspect, saying, look, you know, that's all very well and good, that person, but that's you? not going to make any money. And yeah. then I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but in the same way, he's come up to me and said, oh, you know, you can do this idea, you know, this week or, and I'll be like, won't really work for this kind of people, you know, yeah. you know. So it's different things. I mean, my dad is great. He's, you know, he's got ideas for all his different businesses, he's, he's clients of his. And so he's got fun ideas. He's got ideas for restaurants or mm. commercial things. And yeah, so having him along the way definitely helped. And you know, help which is, which letter is, writing and stuff. He's better and at. And your mum, is she uh, obviously? Oh, she's great. She she does my lifts around now because I don't have my car anymore. Okay. Okay, because I live so close by. 
um, but she gives me a lift to Costco once a week kind of thing. <laughs> so she essentially So mum's gone back to being supply. a taxi then? Oh uh, yes, yes, uh, a great taxi, but it is. So um, we're very much a family, family mm, affair, yeah. and that's great you and she, you know, she, Yeah, they're here, you know, help me paint and, you know, mm. and then it's all really friends and family, you know, you know, oh. granny's making the cake, you know. What's um, your brother putting into it? Uh, he works for my dad, yeah. so he he probably, <laughs> he probably sometimes against us as well. My dad goes, "Oh, can you do this for Karen for the cafe?" And my yeah. brother's like, "Okay, all right." Um, in all fairness, when I was painting and stuff, he did come here a few times and put, start painting. Start painting, bit, and that. yeah, on the phone. Um, I can imagine. So, and I tell you what, actually, in the years leading up to it. He helped me understand and learn some of the games that I can now teach to other people. Oh, which there you go. Probably can't. So it all does play a part. Um, okay. And uh, you want to get uh, a payment license so yeah, people can yeah. play games. So at in summer, this is a real sun trap out here, mm -hmm. um, and people, even if they're not playing games, they just want to have a coffee out in the sun. Kind of thing. So There's not really many places in Cambly that do that. Do you have to play a game, or can you just because it's a nice chill atmosphere? Mm. You could come in. You could have a meeting here. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, because you got these little side things up. And yeah, so it's little booths. Little it's, booths. Um, yeah, I've said, look, if you want to come and have a coffee, you're more than welcome. Primarily, it's a board game cafe. As soon as you pick up a board game, it's it's, you, it's kind you of like if it. I see one hand on a domino, now, yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I've had people come, like yesterday I had all the guides in, but I had a parent just sit and said, I'll wait here for the session. He just had a coffee and sat and read his book. I mean, he was happy as Larry, but yeah. he, he wasn't being charged for playing board games. No. Um, but so. I, I mean, I can see this as a, not only obviously with that, but also with um, people doing fundraisers and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm all fully supportive of, of. I had a lot of support when I was fundraising myself for my jamborees. So you and know stuff. what it's all about then? I know what it's like, I know it's tough and yeah if I can you know help those people you know going forward. thing yeah. is though it's all right helping but you still want to uh, um, oh, yeah, put, put the heating the lights on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to make some money as well yeah, but yeah, we yeah. Have to, um, yeah. if we can help both parties in any way yeah. so which is great so thank you very much Kieran um, yeah. it's you're a, a true inspiration I think to uh, you know, entrepreneur, entrepreneurs who are looking to get into business, you don't have to be old and fuddy daddy. No, no. You can be as, uh, as young as you want. 23 here. 23, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, Alan, Alan Sugar was like eight yeah, when he started. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I was selling, I got told off in Tomlinsco because I was selling chocolate bars and stuff off to other kids and uh, in the playground. I remember year seven, six weeks in. So entrepreneurial spirits. Maybe, maybe there. that was it. And they told me off and I remember, I think they rang up my uh, my dad uh, and my mum at the time. I'm like, I, I know you can understand how serious this is. And my yeah. dad was just laughing down the phone, going, "Really? <laughs> so <laughs> this is actually brilliant." <laughs> yeah, he's he's just he's just selling yeah he's just selling chocolate bars. So, he's yeah. not doing anything. Ho hopefully, else. down the line, those same teachers will be back in here to buy another chocolate bar off me. <laughs> Yes, charge them double. Yes, charge them double. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, You've got overheads now. Yeah. But <laughs> I, must, I must make contact. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Kieran, and uh, we will speak to you soon, I dare say. Yes, see you later. Bye. Thanks, bye. Thank you for listening to the Cambly Community Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.